సాయిరాం విత్ ప్రణామ్ శ్రీ లోటస్ ఫీట్ ఆఫ్ భగవాన్ డియర్ బ్రదర్స్ అండ్ సిస్టర్స్ వెల్కమ్ బ్యాక్ టు సాయి పర్ల్స్ ఆఫ్ విజ్డమ్ సెషన్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఎ గ్యాప్ ఫర్ అబౌట్ సిక్స్ మంత్స్ ఆర్ ఈజ్ సో వీ ఆర్ మీటింగ్ హియర్ ఫర్ ఫస్ట్ టైమ్ I am extremely happy and grateful to Swami for having made the Sai Pearls quite popular. People have been browsing their computers and have been expressing their satisfaction about it. Because this information is not accessible to everybody. Not that I am unique in making this presentation. It's not that. As the matter is not accessible to everybody, as everyone is quite anxious to know what is being transacted there in the veranda between swami and the students this has been catching up day by day i thank all of you for uh, the keen interest you have been showing and the encouragement that you have been giving me from time to time to continue this project from now on we begin part 22 of Sai Pearls of Wisdom. So far 21 parts have been there and this is the 22nd. We commence from the month of August year 2003. <coughs> Because Swami came here in the month of July around 9th. And sessions started only in the month of August. Because in the earlier period as you know it took it could not be possible for us to interact with him but later slowly and slowly is only in the month of august that he preferred to spend some time with us and what all that had happened on 11th of august 2003 i want to bring to your attention few of the important points around that time under the auspices of uh, Sri Satyasai Institute of Higher Learning we had a symposium for school teachers as you know Sri Satyasai Institute of Higher Learning has been adjudged as the best in the country and the University Grants Commission requested Sri Satyasai University to conduct some orientation courses to school teachers so that they will try to apply values in their teaching as well as in practice so it is in the direction we had a symposium for teachers from different schools around 50 of them selected the first batch and uh, teachers professors here from Satya University they were given topics and each one was to deal on a particular topic well i should say with the least of exaggeration that the entire symposium went on very very well much to the satisfaction of the organizers and also the participants as well it is in that connection conversation took place there that evening on the 11th of august 2003 
as it was long time past that ever since we have had bhagwan in our midst naturally we were thrilled to have him again in our midst we were very much excited to find him sitting on the chair and talking to every one of us because couple of months we were away from him physically and bhagwan was equally happy to talk to us that day that he exceeded even bhajan time which rarely happens as bhajan time is nearing about 5 minutes before bhajan he winds up the talk conversation and then proceeds towards the bhajan hall which he does often but this time the conversation went on even a beyond the time meaning we also took some bhajan time sessions also it speaks of the eagerness of the students and the love of bhagwan and uh, bhagwan started asking us some questions he looked straight at me and said what was your topic on what topic did you speak to those teachers i said bhagwan i spoke on the unity of religions oh i see then swami puts a question how did you explain this unity what are the examples that you have given in support of your topic unity what are things that you have given how did you deal the subject i answered this way bhagwan your discourse has come to my rescue every time all the valuable things that i hear and the pearls that i collect from your lotus feet would be of immense value to me that would come that would be quite handy which i make use of that literature and then i started telling like this bhagwan i explained six major religion religions two i explained on the basis of values not on the basis of rituals religions differ so far as rituals are concerned but religions are united religions have that harmony when we take spirituality into consideration if you go by rituals we are divided if you think of spirituality we stand united that's what i said for instance swami truth righteousness peace love non violence all the values that you talk to us are common to all religions therefore when we are value based we will be able to arrive at unity that's what i said swami i could recall what all that you said in this line and i could share with those teachers that day swami did not leave me at that stage further he said what are the religions that you speak on swami six major religions what are they yes these are the following six religions hinduism buddhism jainism christianity 
Islam and Sikhism. Sikh. These are the six major religions followed in this country. So I dealt on these six religions as they are quite popular in this country. Then Swami said, okay, how did you proceed? Then you could think of all the six religions, what procedure you have adopted. Then I said, Swami, three points. One, important points of each of these six religions. Point two, basic values like truth, righteousness, non-violence, peace and love, what every religion has got to say on these values. That is the second. Three, Bhagwan's views on each of these religions. I made a tabular form, Swami, principles first, next about these values, what they tell, and finally, Swami's views on these religions. Well, I could find an expression of satisfaction on his face. And then, however, Bhagwan said, what are the examples you have given? To speak to them that unity of religions is necessary. How could you prove that there is unity? What examples you have given? I said, Swami, I take an example from your literature. Gold is same, but jewels are many. Flowers are many, worship is same. Out of the same clay, so many pots are made. Gold is one, paths are many. Sky is one, stars are many. You gave number of examples, Swami. I cited all of them. And they seem to have been convinced. Then Swami put a, a very pertinent question here. Where have you learned this unity of religions? Where have you learned? Swami, I must admit, I have learned after coming to you. Oh, how could you learn? You say that you have learned the unity of religions after coming to me. That's all right. How did you learn? How could you learn? I said, Swami, the place itself conveys sufficient message. As we come over here to this place, we first come across Sri Sachasai Hillview Stadium. There we have statues of Krishna, Lord Shiva, Jesus Christ, Guru Nanak, Lord Buddha, all these statues, 20 feet, 30 feet in height, speak of unity of religions. Passing by, we come across Chaitanya Jyoti, which speaks of unity of religions and the principles through charts and computer presentations. And then we get into Prashantanilayam. There is Sarva Dharma Stupa, which is a symbol of unity of all, all religions. Where there is a pillar and a lotus flower above, you must have seen there in Prashantanilayam, behind the Purnachandra Auditorium. That pillar with a lotus flower is a symbol of unity of religions. And all the five sites, you find important points of all the religions 
have been depicted on the wall they have been carved on the wall so sarvadharma stupa also speaks of unity of religions as we get into purnachandra auditorium we find all these things on the wall embossed christ is surrounded by sheep the guru granth the holy book of sikhism the holy fire of zoroaster lord krishna talking to arjuna all these things embossed beautiful paintings on the wall then purnachandra auditorium also speak of unity of religions this place itself has got a message based on the unity of religions i have learnt it here only swami that's what i said and then swami said all right you say unity is there explain how diversity has come out of this explain how diversity has come out of unity you have been explaining so well how there is unity very good why diversity now well all the stock with me is exhausted i had to lift both of my hands in helplessness then there is no other alternative other than to surrender to the lotus feet then swami started speaking on this topic look here you have ears you have eyes hands and legs all these limbs of your body belong to you only hands legs nose ears they belong to you limbs organs are many but they belong to you is it not similarly all these religions are like limbs they all speak about the same god they all speak of the same god that is unity that's what bhagwan has said and further if you know one person clearly you'll be able to know everybody else you'll be able to know everybody else simple example in medicine during the period of study every medical graduate studies the parts of a single person the same parts are present everywhere the eye structure of me is same as the eye structure of you the ear structure of me of my is same as the ear structure of you as well similarly if you know one will be knowing everyone that is what unity is that's what bhagwan has said therefore though there are so many bulbs illuminating shedding light cut the brilliant current behind is one and the same that's how you can certainly establish unity as bhagwan has said and then swami all right a simple question what is it swami swami this is my question how to achieve unity i have known unity theoretically diversity is what i see but how to achieve unity how to attain unity that's my question and bhagwan said 
that principle which is not seen is responsible for the functioning of the whole of the body that you see the hands that you see they work because of divinity legs you walk because of divinity eyes see because of divinity so these limbs are seen but the divinity is unseen when you think of that unseen single principle of divinity naturally you can attain unity we are not able to understand the unity because our vision our understanding is divided but we don't think of the the main source if you think of the main source naturally you will attain unity that's what bhagwan has said then swami i made one comment because every occasion we want to exhibit our scholarship or knowledge in a foolish way and get into a problem this what happens particularly with swami one has to be very careful but i am known for these things putting questions every time because i can extract some information from swami which will be useful to everybody at times the questions may look quite silly out of context and irrelevant but yet the matter i get thereafter will be of immense value to everybody